It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Sorry for that. A little, uh, I don't know what was going on. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tonist, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. And welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the series. Uh, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, that way you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out every single week. So new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at all the usual spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, Kyle Meredith, today catching up with Jim Kerr of the band Simple Minds. They're back with a brand new record called Directions of the Heart's 19th studio album. We're going to be talking about reaching into their past for songs like Act of Love, which was actually the first song that they played at their very first show in 1978, but but never recorded. Uh, we're going to talk about being inspired by uh, folks like Patti Smith and Lou Reed, television, talking heads. Jim's going to discuss his friendship with Sparks' uh, Russell Mael, who I uh, guess on one of the tracks, uh, and being a generation-defining band uh, only to have... Grunge bands like Nirvana and Pearl Jam turn their critical tides. And while we're doing that, we're going to discuss uh, the backstory on 1998's Neapolis. It's an album that uh, really gets looked over in their catalog. But mostly, it's about directions of the hearts. Let's get into this. It's Kyle Meredith with Jim Kerr of Simple Minds. Thanks for having me on, Kyle. Always a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you back here, especially with a brand new album. We're talking about direction of the hearts. And uh, man... Uh, right from the first single, we knew we were in for something special, and this is such an outstanding record. Uh, congratulations on what you guys have pulled off once again. Thank you very much. Take that encouragement. That's a lovely compliment. Yeah, we've been getting a lot of compliments about it, and that, that certainly makes... You never know. You know, you do your best, and you never know. Um, but um, I guess most people you talk to, whenever they put something out, they'll tell you. I'm really pleased with it. Well, we are really pleased with this, Kyle. It's a good, it's a good Simple Minds record. No, it really is a good, uh, maybe a great Simple Minds record. That's how I'm feeling about it right now. What? Um, I, I'm going to throw a broad question out here. Maybe it'll work. But what was the story you wanted to tell with this album? Um, if there was a story, and and did it end up being the story that was told? I mean, I think there's always this thing now where where. With every new record, there's a, there's a sweet spot. I'm not so sure this is a story, but there's certainly a target that you want to hit. And there's a sweet spot that for us is, you kind of want to conjure up the ghosts of the past. And I say conjure up because 
that's the most you can do. You can't go back. That was then. This is now. The world's changed. You've changed. Technology's changed. Everything's changed. But there are certain things and certain sounds and a certain attitude that we feel, um, if we get right, conscious of those early days of Simple Minds. Now, that's great, but we don't just want to be wallowing in nostalgia. We wanted to feel of the moment. We wanted to feel contemporary. Hang on a minute. That's a contradiction in terms. Yeah, well, it may well be, but there is a sweet spot somewhere in there where those two can kind of bridge. And that's what we were hoping we could, um, that's where we were hoping we could land. Well, that's really evident, especially when you take a track like Act of Love, which, as I understand, does stretch all the way back to the very, very beginning, next to something called Who Killed Truth. I mean, that is very much something directly to the past and something that we're dealing with right right in the present. Bang on, absolutely. You nailed it there. Yeah, and they do play together so well. So let me hear about a few of those, because well, let's let's start in the past. Let's start with, uh, with Act of Love. Because once you hear, like, okay, as I understand, like, this is the very first song on the very first set list of the very first Simple Mind show and somehow gets lost in time, resurrected, rewritten. Why now? What what made it finally speak to you? Well, here's the, here's the thing, Kyle. All these years of music, we still, you know, there's always an element of mystery involved and you're never quite sure why now. You just think, you know what? I can hear this again, but... To explain to your listeners, the song in question, Act of Love, Simple Minds played their first ever gig. Um, it was uh, January 17, 1978, in Glasgow, freezing cold night, half-empty discotheque, as they used to call those things back then. We went on to the sound of our own feet, uh, um, and Charlie hit this, these chords to a song called act of love. Now, for years people have said to me, did you think in the early days that Simple Minds could go on and have the career that you've had? The answer is of course not. But I tell you what, when Charlie hit those chords that night, I thought he's got a future. (laughs) I don't know about the rest of us. Because they sounded great then. And I tell you what, they still sound great. But we still for the next year and a half, playing all the pubs and clubs in Glasgow, trying to get a record deal, trying to hone our act together. We started with this song, Act of Love. Because, you know, it's important when no one knows you. you, your first song better make impact and you don't get a second song in some of these clubs. Um, And it always made impact. It was our banner song. But when it came a year and a half later to doing our debut album, the ideas were pouring out of us. We had so many new songs and being young and being impatient and being impetuous, we thought, oh, that's old news. And so poor old act of love got sidelined. Um, I was thinking, one day we'll go back to that. One day we will go back to that. Well, lo and behold, a few years ago, probably about three years ago, someone, as people want to do, did some sample thing and had it on YouTube and it was Charlie's act of love chords. And... God, they sounded great. 
And it was like, we got to go back to that. Wouldn't that be great to go back with the, the voice of experience now? I mean, we it's essentially the same song, but we, we strapped on a few engines and a, we strapped on a better B chorus and all that stuff. So it was really taking this thing, the seed that was planted then, gone back and 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 seeing what we could do with it and 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 just even the the song title itself act of love you know people say you know you've been making music now records 40 years now what keeps you doing it it's the love of it that keeps us doing it so even that as corny as it sounds it 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 just it all felt right do you remember what what originally inspired you to 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 write whatever was on your mind back in 77 78 i mean back in those days you're so you know you're 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 drowning in your influences you know whatever it was whether it was jim morrison whether it was patty smith whether it was lou reed uh, tom verlaine television talking heads all those bands that inspired us we would have been trying to do our version of that and we'll be right back right after this Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome back. Kyle Meredith with Jim Kerr of Simple Minds. So then let me pull that into the present. You know, that's what you were pulling from when you go into Act of Love all those years ago. Now that you have it here, what does it say to you? How does it speak to the moments? <laughs> I'm also embarrassed to say it sounds great. I mean, we should not be having that kind of energy at this stage of the game. I mean, it just 
defying gravity there, man, Kyle. Um, I was flying. We 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 not only is it on the the record, but we just did a five month tour there throughout spring and summer, and we started the set with it every night. I mean, to a lot of the crowd, they wouldn't have known it as you get with a new song. Do you want to risk starting the set with a a new song when it's got energy like that? Yeah, I could see a lot of people say, I, you know, I don't know this, but I like it because <laughs> it 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 kind of there are certain songs you just you, the the energy of it sweeps you up. So um, that's my impression of it now. It really does, and it has that moment. You even captured that on the record, which is not you hear a lot of artists talk about that, right? Like, oh, if we could only capture that that feeling that we have live, you know, that, yeah. that and, and it's, and it's seems like it's a hard thing to do, but those moments are all through this record. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it, it, it well, it is different. I mean, adrenaline's there live, things are used a bit more out of control and all that. And, and, and um, your heart's pumping a million miles an hour. Um, um, but, but you do want to, there's something visceral about playing it live that if you can, keep that if you can conjure that in the studio then um with bands like ourselves it's it's important well you know as i mentioned another song in there too with who killed truth which is such a poignant moment on this i don't think we have to uh, think too hard about maybe where the uh, inspiration came from on this one as it paints it pretty plainly but you know you've you've done that through your career you've had very poignant songs that were written about very specific moments in history when you have a track like this or any of the ones in your past, I don't know, what is it what does it mean to have a song like that 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 does speak to a moment in history once that moment has passed? I think there's something about um, you know, I mean, there are no rules. You're not as you can write about whatever. Um, but for me, I've always liked, <clears throat> among other things, certain artists when they tackle the big themes and say the themes of the day, whatever those are, you know, and of course the themes of the day, are, they're always changing as the world's always changing. New language comes in, new catchphrases. I mean, um, um, so it's always great if you if you can um, be a little zeitgeisty. And, and, and if you say who killed truth, that's a great song to actually, you know, <laughs> I think we know <laughs> it's something especially... In America, over the last few years, I saw that phrase pop up quite a bit. It could be Shakespearean, though, could it not? I mean, I could hear, I could hear someone, some one of those characters in Hamlet saying, "But sire, you know, who killed truth?" Um, so it's kind of timeless. It's just beautiful. If we're talking about song titles and how they came out, what exactly is a solstice kiss? Well, that was just poetry. It really was. I mean, that that was that was the song where. I, our bass player Jed Grimes came up with a. Jed has a real background in in um, Celtic music, and when he came up with the instrumental idea, I mean, I could you, you could feel the mists in it. You know, you could feel you could feel a um, bright winter morning. Um, I could anyway, and and certainly my job. As a lyric writer, I feel, apart from coming up with complimentary melodies, I I feel my job is just to try and tell the listener what's the picture in this music. And I, I could just, I could feel a landscape and I could feel a romance in it as well. Such a, I could, it was such a sweet, haunting melody. And so um, at the time, I guess it would have been about this time of year, I was writing it 
in Scotland, uh, heading towards Solstice, and 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 um, um, it just all bled into the song, really. Now, this one, Solstice Kiss, has a tie-in with an ad campaign for the uh, the Spirit of 1926. Um, was and I watched the little documentary that you guys, you know, shot on their website. That's on their website. Was this a song that was written by assignment? I mean, did, does it did it come along like that? No, in fact, um, it had been written some while ago. Um, I mean, a lot of it. Well, actually, we started with like Act of Love, but it was written some while ago, forty-five years. That's some while. <laughs> you know, some ideas take a little extra time, um, um, but. Um, I would say half the songs we work on, very few do they pop up and they just make it on the next record. Two or three maybe do, those ones that land on your lap. But with a a lot of the ideas, they're back burner and you come back to them again or there's something great about it. This is great, this is great, this is great. Is it great? Nah, it's good. Big difference between good and great. Um, 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 Okay, what's missing? Sometimes it takes you a long time to find the missing piece. Um, but anyway, I always had faith in it. Charlie a little less so. Um, and just about that time, um, a whiskey company got in touch. We'd love Simple Minds. Yeah, which Simple Minds do you which Simple Minds do you hear? We hear the Celtic Simple Minds. Oh, we just happen to have one of these um, lying around here somewhere. Let me have a look in my desk. Uh, um, and then we went at it again. So if that's the way you typically have written over the years, kind of letting them gestate and it takes a while or whenever they arrive, like how much is sitting in the backlog right now? Like like when I'm projecting here towards that next record, whenever that is. You know, and 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 whatever makes it happens to be sitting here. Like, like, is there a lot? Is is it what you call like? Is that the vaults? There is, there is a lot because I'm, I'm, you know, every couple of weeks I go through again, and and but I, the the true answer to that is I would have to break into Charlie's house and steal, steal the files because he tells lies about what's there. There's a lot more there than he something. He drip feeds me things. And I said, what's that? Hang on a minute. What was it? Some pop up. You never played me. Yeah, I did play you that. You never played me that. I would know if you played. No, no, no. Uh, you got to give me it and give me all the other stuff that's all. Yeah, I'll give you it, but I never get it. So, um, um, there's, but when we say stuff, I mean, there could be stuff that's, you know, a minute long. And then there could be stuff that's 12 minutes long, but needs to be brought in. Um, um, but the answer is we're all, we're, I mean, he's the kind of guy that, you know, he's the natural when he gets out of bed in the morning before he's even finished his first, or while he's having his first cup of coffee, he'll be at the piano or he'll have a guitar around his neck or that's how he meditates. That's how he thinks. That's how he, and he's, and you know, stuff will be happening and then, um, He'll record things and then work on them, and then at a certain point, um, I'll get it, and 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 he'll let me see what kind of sense I can make of it. It seems like a process that's worked all right for you, for you guys. It's all right, yeah. <laughs> and we'll be right back right after this. I've never been this nervous in my life. 
Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Welcome back. Kyle Meredith with Jim Kerr of Simple Minds. Um, I also want to hit on uh, Russell from Sparks is on this. That was such a, uh, a nice surprise. I'm such a big fan uh, of Sparks, too. And and what an interesting and we're talking about the song Human Traffic, um, you know, melding that you all make together. Uh, what, what's your all's friendship? I mean, does that go all the way back as well? And, and, and how did he end up on here? Well, like yourself, we're fans and we go way back as fans. I mean, Again, talking about Charlie Burchill, my songwriting partner. Charlie's big, big brother, Jamie, was the cool guy at school. He had records before anyone had. And he had the first couple of Sparks albums when they were an import. Um, um, and, you know, through their career, what an amazing career they've had. Um, dipping in and out, always being Sparks fans. And the last couple of times... We've toured, Russell's came along, and um, we were thrilled to see him and talk to him, sweet guy, and, and, and but never, you know, exchanged, but that was it. But going back to what I was saying before, that was a case of a song that had been lying around. People had heard it, kept saying, that's great, you got to go with it. There's something missing, there's something missing. I remember saying to Charlie, the chorus doesn't make me... And he says, doesn't make you what? Dance? No. Um, punch the air? No. Um, it doesn't make me laugh. And he said, what, what are you talking about laugh? We don't do laugh. Uh, um, I said, but it should be with this song and all the words, it has to kind of, um, it has to flip. It, it, it has to be something comedy. And just as I was saying that, Russell's face was appearing. Not that Russell's any comedy act, but 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 they are hilarious as well. Very much, yeah. And I thought, I think I think I know the guy that could just add a little touch to this. And uh, we were very um, honored and thrilled that he agreed to do so. Legends, those fellas right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and together uh, I, I'll ask about one more song on here because uh, it, it closes out as a bonus track I believe it's a bonus track with, with Wonder Times um, it's such a great way to end what, what I've heard on here so is that is that one of the new ones? like the new new ones? the reaction to Wonder Times has been much better than we thought um, 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 we liked it but people who like it really love it and um, I think there's something classic, simple minds about that, and um, it's 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 somehow um, it's another one that's it's almost got a sort of teenage naive hope involved. But go back to wonder times. We're going back, back to, you know. Let's be honest. Right now, things are complicated, and when you get this piece of music, it 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 kind of. Um, there was something in a great way nostalgic about it, and and uh, that's the words that popped up. Yeah, well, it is a, a fantastic song again, and a, and a a great addition to it. So the one thing I do want to say about my my first reaction to this and hearing about 
um, how you all reach back and 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 what, especially when we were talking about active love at the beginning here, it just coincided. I, you know, complete coincidence. I was listening to the uh, uh, Neapo- Neapolis. Say that right. The, that album. Yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always like the anniversaries, and I'd kind of been looking at that anyway because it's coming up on the twenty fifth anniversary. And I don't know if you look at your albums sort of in those connective sort of ways. It's not like these two sound like each other, but that felt like another one. And and from what I understand that that you all were in a moment where you're going, all right, how do we recapture some of that youthful energy? I love that record. I don't know if it got its fair due at the time, but I absolutely do love it. I don't know. Do you hear any connective threads that that, that I'm hearing in those? I'll tell you what I, I'm hearing. I... <laughs> It's nice that apart from Charlie and I, someone else in the world likes Neapolis. <laughs> Thanks for that, Kyle. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I must say I hadn't thought about that, but, but, um, yeah, certainly at that point in Neapolis, when I think that, so that was we were getting it tough at that period. I mean, you know, when you've been a band of let's a band of one generation, and I'd like to think Simple Minds were one of the bands of our generation. Um, you're going to get it in the neck from the next generation coming over the hill um, with their Nirvanas and their Pearl Jams and their their Happy Mondays and their Stone Roses. And and uh, um, anyway, we were finding it tough. We didn't know where we could fit in. Um, but I like that. I like that record. I, I think... I remember at the time it was when a lot of the new technology was coming in and and um, MIDI files and all that stuff and and I I think the I think the record suffers a little bit from us not quite knowing what we were doing but but the songs in there songs like um, songs for the tribe I think is beautiful um, um, so killing Andy Warhol I uh, loved that as well. Um, but you know, you don't always hit the targets, and and and. Um, but sometimes, what you can learn from the, the mistakes or the errors or something that is, uh, they they are valuable. Um, 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 but um, but it's nice to meet someone else who likes Neapolis. It's got such a great feel to it and i do hear the technology that was coming out at that time because i mean that's um i think that's very really evident it it doesn't to me overcrowd the songs uh and it doesn't even so much put it in an era i don't know i've always just liked the really the emotion that 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 record makes me feel um but it also says something like i think you know the 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 life cycle that albums can have the same yeah. way that artists can have. I mean, as you're saying, yeah. especially when you you get ten years, right? And yeah. then then the generation, as you say, the pop culture flips and 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 the valleys start going like that. And if you stick around long enough, it all comes back around. Somebody starts paying attention again and and then you you're back in vogue. And 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 I think that same thing happens with albums, especially now that they're just all online and everybody hears it all at once, you know. Uh, an album from 81 and 98 and 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 yeah. 2022 all at the same time i mean for yeah. for yourself as an artist that's what what is that like when when, when that starts to happen in, in that sense i'll tell you what's really interesting i mean i am exaggerating a little when i say we're the only three people in the world <laughs> the people who like it really love it 
but that just um, um, a lot of people really like. What was that all about? Um, if you were expecting Don't You Forget About Me or you were expecting uh, the album that preceded it, Good News for Next World, it, you know, it was such a departure. But, um, um, you know, you're, you're damned if, if you do, you're damned if you don't. You do the same old thing. Oh, it's the same old thing if you change. Oh, what, what is, it's changed. Uh, um, but as an artist, you 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 got to go through it. You have to go through the the good times and the bad, and 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 um, you have to go with what's in you. And um, and even then, what's in you can be if other things in your life at that time maybe are not going so swimmingly. Confidence goes up and down, but certainly, certainly with the new record going into that. It's just it was one of those records where every time I walked into the room, I thought, oh, this sounds really good. Um, that's not always the case. Um, um, just this sounds really good. <laughs> I wish they were all like like that. This just sounds good. Well, that's a perfect uh, circle that we've just made there because Direction of Heart does sound really good. Uh, Jim, I, I, I always love what you all do, and I'm so grateful that you're still doing it. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this today. It's It's always an honor. Good man, Kyle. My regards to you and all your listeners. My thanks to Jim Kerr, Simple Minds. The brand new album is called Directions of the Heart. Thanks to you for checking out the episode again. Before you get out of here, hit that subscribe button. That way you can keep up with all the interviews that we uh, put out every single week. Again, it's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. A great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org where you'll find me weekdays from 6 until 10 giving you song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday starting at 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Post, all of them at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Stuff happens all the time, that's right. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at wfpk.org, from Louisville Public Media.